coming to you live from an undisclosed location in North Carolina. It's a podcast thing. I'm your host, JL, and here with me is my co-host all the way from the Big Apple, the Brooklyn Butterfly, Nikki B. Oh, and the guy in the corner, he's our producer and forever intern, EJ the DJ. He lock, we lock, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom, from the dragon. Oh, sorry. I got I got caught up. I got caught up, EJ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we are back uh, like COVID this time last year. Uh, see, I told y'all. I told y'all it is not over. Uh, people out here still getting sick. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I guess, you know, I don't know. I guess what you get, you get sick. It, you won't get sick if you listen to it's a podcast thing. Let me let me put it that way. It's, it's good for you. It's non-fattening and it's less filling. So uh, and it's even healthy enough for vegans. USPA stamp. That's United States Podcasting Association. I'm just joking, y'all. That's not a real thing. Uh, <laughs> just letting y'all know we are official up in here, though. Uh, absolutely. Uh, this is. Uh, wow. Episode seven. This is episode seven entitled. With hearts and minds at hand, meaning it's in our hearts and minds to change for the good or the bad. Either way we go. Uh, hey, Nikki B, what's happening? What's up, everybody? It's the Brooklyn Butterfly, Nikki B in your ear. How you doing? JL, what's up? No doubt. What's DJ, up? are you looking at him just as crazy as I'm looking at him? <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not the only one. <laughs> I get excited. I get excited, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So, uh, so Nikki B, we uh, all know you. You know, you got the New York State of Mind, uh, and right now <laughs> we're in the throes of this southern heat. Uh, what's one thing you miss about New York in the summertime? Oh my gosh, it has to be all time. Well, okay, it has to be hot summer day. Somebody opens up the Johnny Pump. Somebody gets the wrench out, open up the Johnny Pump so the kids can run around and hear you hear the sing-song tunes of the Mr. Softy ice cream truck coming out. Ah, okay. So you you guys have a Mr. Softy, like a for real Mr. Softy? Yeah, it's a okay. truck with the soft serve ice cream in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Softy or Mr. Cool, I think was the bootleg one. It was like Mr. Ah, cool. okay, okay. There was a couple of them, but you always you always listen out for the tune and you bang, mama, let me get a dollar, please. I'm going down there real quick. I really, really want this ice cream. And it will send you straight to the bathroom, but I swear it's so good Oh my goodness! Wow, that 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 sounds like a a real like New York like you know summer like that we get to see on TV. So yes, yeah, yes. I, I do miss New York New York summers as a kid anyway, not as as an adult. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I think summer's different, definitely in different times of your life. You know, as a kid, it, that's the best time in the world. So. Um, you know, no school, no yes. bedtime. Yes. Yes. It's it's amazing, but you know, as an adult, you just you sit in an office and you look out the window and you wonder what you're doing with your life. Exactly. What are you doing with your life? How did I get here? So yeah, <laughs> I feel you on that one. Uh, EJ the DJ, hey my man, what it look like? He says, he says hello uh, to the listening audience, <laughs> and he 
He says that definitely he feels safer being front row at a Lizzo concert than front row at a Miguel concert any day. Um, I'm going to let that marinate. Uh, <laughs> EJ, DJ. Uh, so last week's question was, uh, should victims of the crack epidemic crisis get compensated like the victims of the opioid crisis? Um, you know, it, it's... It's an interesting concept. And like I said, uh, Nikki B really kind of uh, brought, you know, a, a good point to my eyes last week when we talked about this. And that's, you know, that it, it was kind of a, a different thing in terms of, you know, who was guilty and who was not guilty in terms of the individual. Um, and, and not to say there's guilt there, but I'm, I'm saying in terms of, you know, one being a, a, an actual prescribed drug, you know, that, that a person's given for something as opposed to, you know, a controlled substance that you, you know, can purchase, you know, recreationally on the street. So, um, was definitely a good point there. Um, I, but of course, you know, like at, at the, at the heart of the matter, you know, drugs are drugs. And however, those drugs got to any of the, any of those communities. Um, I think that, you know, we can't say that one is not a crisis, <laughs> And one, you know, is a crisis. So, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, definitely some 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 interesting uh, responses and takes on that. Uh, this week's IMQ um, getting away <laughs> from from the I guess more more you know uh, hardcore questions here. Taking a, a little levity break here. Uh, so this week's question, when do we uncancel someone that has been canceled or do we? Uh, is that is that it once someone's canceled or do they get a reset? Um, so, you know, this whole cancel culture thing has become an, an out of control behemoth in my you know estimation. We're canceling some people for things they might have said, you know, might say or do, but not others. You know, like who's the official cancel culture police? Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Nikki B? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> to me, cancel culture is just another form of bullying. And wow, okay. if you're trying to eradicate bullying and you feel that, you know, everyone should have the same freedoms to of speech, love, life, yada, yada, you know, cancel culture is just another form of bullying. Now, I'm not saying that it doesn't have its upsides because <laughs> I know that some real change has um, been brought about through cancel culture. But mm. I feel like this. I'm a Leo, y'all. Leo uh, season! Yeah, Leo season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but I say that to say I'm a thick sign. So I feel like if you're going to cancel someone, they are canceled, canceled and canceled. There is no such thing as uncanceling. Ooh. You want to know how I know? Microsoft Word said it wasn't a word. It's a red line oh. under here where it says uncanceled. <laughs> Why? Look at me checking my grammar. <laughs> because I just feel like if you're going to stick to your gut, can you imagine Jeffrey Epstein was canceled? Can mm -hmm. you imagine if the culture shifted to uncancel him mm. or or what's his name? Hey, 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 what's his name? Cosby? <laughs> yes, thank you, him. Mm. America's dad fall into some purposes. Mm. He, he was canceled. He was canceled. And then can you imagine if they just uncanceled him? Like, it's it's more about, you know, 
stick sticking your sticking to your ground like whatever you say is your opinion then stick to it i i think that there's a conversation for new information maybe swaying an opinion but what's wrong is wrong wrong and what's right is right and no i don't think we should quote unquote uncancel anyone who's been canceled how about you think before you cancel them how about you think a little bit beyond what's happening right now before you cancel them there will be no need for uncancel them but that's just my opinion y'all <laughs> Well, well, I, I think there, <laughs> I, I think though we do have to take into consideration certain, uh, certain extraneous variables when it comes to canceling. You know, uh, let's you know, like if we're talking about you know, oh, I said something when I was fifteen years old, versus when I said something when I was thirty-five years old, or are we canceling certain groups of people? So, like if this black person says this but somebody else says it and then they get canceled but this other person doesn't get canceled i mean i think there are like certain instances where you know we have to kind of look at you know maybe some other things before we just say oh yeah we're we're getting rid of this person but obviously but that's a good point though jl because if you if you take the n-word for example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big one. we will automatically cancel anyone that is not a black person that uses it period point blank mm-hmm we don't want you singing it in songs nothing but then we say it to our friends and family and and we use it in a joking way and things like that and blah 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 the word itself is what needs to be canceled not necessarily the person using it kind of hard to cancel hate though (laughs) (laughs) that hate and cancel culture bullying it's you know yeah, it's yeah. They're, they're all in kind of the same wheelhouse, and I don't give any of it any credence. So, I mean, maybe that's why I think the way I think. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, not, I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I'm looking at all of these different things, and I'm looking at these different people, and I'm looking at these different circumstances, and you know, I. Now, I'm I could be definitely in the, you know, upper echelon of cancel culture because I'm quick to cancel somebody like I'm I'm quick. I stopped eating Papa John's a long time ago. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, like it's it's definitely not a problem for me. But I think there are like certain instances where, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, we get caught up in our feelings. I think, uh, you know, sometimes age and maturity does have a, a, a point in, in some of it. Some things are un- unforgivable, though. Obviously, a, a, an Epstein, a Cosby, you know, those are unforgivable things. Those are unforgivable crimes. Um, so, yes, you know, they... Rashad feels differently. What, well, that's... See, <laughs> see, that's where you start to get into, you know, like that kind of that, that area where it's like, ooh, you know, now, you know, who who's on this side, who's on that side kind of thing, you know, so... I mean, obviously, you can't take anything away from what that man was able to achieve in terms of, you know, putting, you know, black people out there, you know, uh, you know, crossing mainstream boundaries and, and, you know, making kids want to go to school to, to get a higher education. I mean, like that was that was Bill Cosby. But at the same time. <laughs> You know, you know, there Again, was. I respectfully disagree because I watched the Cosby show my entire life and it didn't make me want to go to or not go to college. I went to college to get out the ghetto. 
Okay. Okay. But, yeah. And and well, yeah. again, see you people. Did you hear what I said? I respectfully disagree. That is how you have a conversation with someone without canceling them. I didn't go get canceled. <laughs> I respectfully disagree. I, my opinion is different from yours, but you're entitled to your opinion. I'm just throwing it out there. No, no. But you know what, Nikki B, you just brought up another good point because now, too, we're kind of in that territory where if someone doesn't agree with someone, we're canceling them. Like, has nothing to do with, like, oh, like, okay, they stated something that they believed in, or they stated even maybe a fact as to why. And we're saying, oh, no, well, you disagree with me, so you're canceled. Like, no, that's that's not how, <laughs> that's not how adulting works. That's not how life works. You know what I mean? So you brought up another good point. I think we get into that space where it's like, okay, did this person offend you, or did they just not agree with you? You know what I mean? So... That's why that's why I mean by this whole behemoth of cancel culture, like it's just kind of really getting out of control to me. That's why I brought this question forward, because it's it's just <laughs> it's 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 too much right now. It's too much. This whole cancel thing is too much. So, but really, we want to know what what you guys think. absolutely, absolutely. So yes, hit us up on our social media. Uh, pages and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, leave a question or leave a response to our question and uh, yeah, let us know what you think about it. So, uh, all right, EJ the DJ, we got a show to do, man. So, uh, cue up that music and uh, let's get back to this thing. Let's show y'all. So this week began the committee hearings for the January 6th racist uprising, a.k.a. the, AKA the insurrection, uh, and it was marked and marred uh, by a lot of different moments. Now, the committee is made up of six Democrats and two Republicans, uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger being the two Republicans, uh, apparently the only two Republicans that are not scared of 45 and are not on the take. And the only two that are obviously not blind. Uh, one moment, of course, um, and I'm sure everybody you know saw or at least heard uh, the Capitol Police officers recount each of their experiences as they risked their lives to try to fend off the racist mob that attacked the Capitol building. Uh, terrifying, terrifying, harrowing, heartbreaking. Uh, just some of the words uh, that come to mind when listening to them talk. Uh, about, you know, just some of the things <laughs> that happened that day. Uh, one police officer, um, Officer Hodges, recounts uh, being crushed between two doors and his skull being injured with his own weapon. Uh, officer Fanon stated that he was beaten and tased uh, and grabbed out of the crowd, um, which his body cam footage uh, picks up all of this and uh, later learned that he suffered a heart attack. Uh, Officer Dunn recounted how he was pelted with uh, racial slurs and called the N-word. Uh, so with 
all of this happening, uh, turn over to Fox News, uh, stark contrast. I don't even think they should be considered a news show uh, as much as they should be considered just a straight ish show, ish show. But the chick, you know, uh, Jimmy Walker's ex Snow Bunny. Uh, well, I guess she more like a like a winner guinea pig now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> this this trick called the responses performances. That's that's a quote. Uh, and another quote, theatrics. Uh, she even politicized it by saying that Democrats were just trying to drag this out because of the 2022 elections. <laughs> there's a there's a word that comes to mind for her, but I won't say it. Um, and of course, she's she's not a. You know, she's not alone because there's other, I don't know, what's wrong with glue sniffing, anal retentive conservative morons on that show as well. Uh, GOP Republicans are still supporting the notion that January 6th never even happened. And if it did, it was a peaceful tourist visit that uh, consisted of, of nothing more but good old red blood American, blooded Americans exercising their rights to, you know, protest and, and march and whatever. So. So that's pretty much, you know, where we are with that. Uh, I, I can't stress enough how important these investigations are uh, as the people in this country need to know just what part some of these elected officials might have played in this domestic attack on our homeland. And if there is evidence that they are found, uh, you know, connected to this in any shape, form, fashion, if they participated, if they aided, abetted, in any way contributed to the events of January 6th, they, needed, they need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent that the law will allow. And maybe even some more after that. So, um, just crazy. Just really crazy. Uh, in other government news, uh, the infrastructure bill that President Biden has been trying to push got a little bit more traction as it passed the uh, necessary vote uh, needed to move the bill to a federal, uh, to a formal debate. Uh, so it still has a ways to go like this. you know, that really doesn't mean a lot. Uh, still has a ways to go to come to uh, fruition, uh, which, you know, could mean it never because, you know, it still has to be voted on uh, by Senate Republicans. And the speaker uh, Pelosi said that uh, there are some details that she would like to see in the bill once it reaches the house. So, um, at this point, you know, you just have to kind of celebrate the small victories because this infrastructure bill could really put us, could bring us current, <laughs> could bring us today, you know, like, cause we're really behind, like I'm talking decades when it comes to infrastructure and, and like Nikki B was saying last time, not just, you know, structural things, human infrastructure, you know, as far as, you know, just jobs and things of this nature. So this bill is so important and it's just so amazing that the United States, who is supposed to be the leader of the free world, as far as the country goes, you know, is so behind countries like Japan and, and, and even China in some res respects. So because um, we're really racing against China on a lot of things. But anyway, um, also in the news, uh, the numbers continue to rise as this Delta strain wreaks havoc on the nation. Uh, I know I'm guilty of using the word literally too much, but we're literally, <laughs> we're just here a year ago. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, if you look back at your calendar, this is when COVID was really starting to ramp up. Uh, March kind of, kind of marked the beginning of it, even though, you know, it was here like January, February, but March was when we really started to kind of see cases sprouting out. 
but then when we got to like you know april may june that was like oh shoot we're in a pandemic <laughs> like that was when people started using the word so um you know we're here now we're here like we're where we were a year ago uh, so very crazy very crazy right now um Anyway, so yeah, according to CNN uh, analysts, the CDC uh, data this week, more than 71% of the U.S. population lives in countries considered to have uh, high COVID-19 transmission. Uh, only 1% uh, of the population lives in low transmission areas. Uh, so it, it's, and, and not just here in the States, the Delta strain is also wreaking havoc on other countries. Uh, particularly in Australia, where uh, they are on lockdown due to a spike in COVID-19 cases. Uh, here in the States, it's another A place that we're looking at, and that's Alabama. They have the lowest vaccine, uh, vaccination rate in any country uh, with only 34%. Cases have increased uh, fivefold since the beginning of this month. Uh, the FDA is in a rush to get full approval for uh, COVID, vac uh, COVID vaccines uh, because if you remember, uh, authorization was for emergency use. And uh, even though vaccines went through, you know, a very rigorous scientific evaluation, the paperwork process needs to be fully completed. And now Pfizer is saying that individuals who receive this vaccine may need a third dose. Hmm. That might be a hard sell for some people. Um, it's like telling them they, you know, don't have to wear a mask and then telling them they do. <laughs> uh, and not to keep jabbing at Johnson & Johnson, but they have not applied for the full FDA approval and they have another lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> it just seems to get worse and worse for Johnson & Johnson. Um, also, so Wednesday, uh, the CDC updated the mask guidelines and recommended that everyone in uh, K-12 uh, K through 12 schools wear a mask. Uh, whether they're vaccinated or not. Can I just say it? Can I, I just say, it? duh. Um, I've been saying this since the start. Why Why would you not recommend masks in school? Why would you not want to protect our children? And if parents have an issue with that, then tell them to find a private school and homeschool, or homeschool them kids. But even some universities are requiring students to be vaccinated now. So we'll see. I don't know. President Biden is even going uh, as far as to require all federal employees to be vaccinated now. Um, and I see this requirement trickling down to other places, probably like state employees, then to cities, uh, municipalities. Uh, private sector is already requiring employees to be vaccinated. Google, Facebook, Netflix, all of those, you know, other ones as well. Uh, so if you're in a state um, or, you know, if you're a state employee or a city employee, uh, and you've had some apprehensions about being vaccinated, you might want to start preparing. In ridiculous news, a black woman got accused of trafficking her white sister on a frontier flight. LeVar Burton won on Jeopardy, but a contestant had a record-setting bad night. A Ghostbuster and a Charlie's Angel get into a verbal fight. An NBA coach who is team Apple punished the player <laughs> over enjoy spike a drug jacket dirt bag try saying that five times fast lost his rare wu-tang album in a legal play and ben crump sues johnson and johnson for black women's human rights wow very ridiculous news all right we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back after this message 
Have you ever looked at an extremely ugly person and thought to yourself, wow, I have to meet that person? No, of course not. But another ugly person has. That's why at UglyMotherFuckMe.com, we match you with other ugly individuals that would just otherwise be offensive to look at. At UglyMotherFuckMe.com, we use proven technology and a professional uglyologist. We really took the science of ugliness and used that to create our system. So if you're an ugly mother, we're going to match you with other ugly people that are just as ugly, if not uglier. Our proven system will match you with other ugly people that fit your level of ugly. Regular ugly. Do you love me? Uh, yeah, baby, but I can love you better with the lights off. Scary ugly. God. You okay, baby? Yeah, your face just scared the hell out of me. I forgot you were that god ugly. Offensive ugly. Take your back to that god black lagoon where they found you and was beating your with the ugly stick. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. That's just my girlfriend. And mud duck ugly. When we eatin', I'm hungry. I can eat some fried toenails. Wow, he even says ugly things. So if your face has been mistaken for a dog's or you occasionally frighten yourself when you look in the mirror at night, go to UglyMotherFuckMeat.com and find your ugly match today. I hate when forget they so the other week I ran across this article about how Cornell West is upset about being rejected for tenure at Harvard University and accused the university of spiritual rot quote unquote oh woe is me so this dude is upset about how he's being treated hmm I wonder how he thinks President Obama felt when he spent eight years being ragged on by him and his boy, Tavis Smiley. And why is that dude's name Tavis and not Travis? What the f*** is that? Anyway, I'm tired of these corny out here talking about black people forgetting they black until society reminds them they black. Tim Scott, a.k.a. the Republican piss boy who loves Massa so much but was crying about how he got pulled over driving while black 18 times. <laughs> Corny West thought he was above it at his little prestigious Ivory League college. Then they reminded him he's not above racism. He wanted to criticize President Obama so much, but thought <laughs> it's like, I, I just don't get it. My thought was, why don't you try being the first black president, Cornell? I mean, imagine this. 
try balancing something on top of your head, like a bucket full of water. Now, the goal is to not spill any of the water because you have to use this water to give to the people that you take care of. Now, imagine at the same time, while you're balancing that water, you have people trying to fight you, jabbing at you, kicking at you, and you have to stay within the confines of a, a ring or a room of some kind. Can you even fathom trying to balance a bucket full of water on top of your head, holding it with one hand and trying to fight with the other hand, fighting people off? Obama had to fight just all his whole freaking presidency. Republicans, Tea Party morons, and even some Democrats. At the same time, he had his own people trying to stab him in the back. You can't work like that. You can't get anything done like that. Cornell West is mad because he didn't get invited to the White House. That's some real Maybe he didn't want you there. <laughs> Did you ever think about that? I mean, he wears the same suit every day. Ain't no telling like what kind of food is in that, that beard of his and no telling what's living in that afro. The only time I saw that dude do a wardrobe change was during The Matrix. That, that movie was back in 2003. Now you're upset. Why? Because you're getting treated like a with a degree? <laughs> Tough break? Welcome to America. <laughs> and with all that, that posing and profiling, apparently you never lost that slave mentality either because that's exactly what you're doing uh, to President Obama when he was in office. The master wanted slaves to fight each other, tear each other down. <laughs> now you want sympathy? I guess. I know Cornel West is my elder, and I respect my elders, but Cornel West, or Corny West, whatever you want to call him. And you know what? While I'm at it, Kanye West, too. Yeah, I said that. I'm just mad because they got the same last name and the same consonant in the first name. So, Kanye, for two, so for supporting a known racist. And then going to the White House and dancing for that dude and then trying to sell some clothes that look like they got ran over by a homeless person's shopping cart? <laughs> this is the same dude that went on national TV after Katrina happened on live TV and said George Bush does not care about black people. Had Mike Myers scared as <laughs> that he was going to lose his job. Then you go shucking job for 45? <laughs> Come on, man. Everybody probably saying, but JL, he's got problems. He lost someone he loves. You know what? And and yes, that's that's sad to lose someone that you love. But you know, we've all lost someone we love and we all have our problems. But some of us just refrain from selling our souls. And, and he wasn't so crazy. He didn't make a billion dollars behind all that bullshit. He had enough sense to sell some albums. He had enough sense to sell them ugly shoes. Oh, and he then he gonna make a gospel album like and and think we forgot he was walking around with a Confederate flag patch on his coat, like like he forgot to pay that that gospel choir that he worked with. <laughs> Mother, we didn't forget. At least I didn't. So to them West dudes, y'all are some sorry black mother who don't care about nobody else. But as soon as things don't go their way, they run back home just like some. Well, guess your has expired. Just ask Stacy Dash. Except Tim Scott, though, that, that dude, he gone. And, and that Candace chick. But 
But y'all can tell him I said it. It's cool. I ain't, ain't nobody listening anyway. So I just had to get that off my system. I'm sorry. That was, I guess that was more like a venting session than an address. But boy, do I feel better. That's where I'm at, y'all. the show we try to get different perspectives and so when we got a call here on the show from our next guest who wanted to come on and explain some things that he felt were important we decided to go with it so welcome to the show the prince of darkness i I have to say this is a little uncomfortable, you being who you are and all. Now, I admit we've had some strange interviews on the podcast before, but this definitely is one for the books. Are you there? Herself, Marjorie. That's interesting because some would say the same about you. So, what is this about? She hates children, minorities, and victims of gun violence. Oh, and apparently she thinks aliens shoot lasers from space. And she's really fascinated with Nazis. But unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately for us, she's been temporarily banned from Twitter. We're hoping she'll be voted out of office soon. Uh, what I don't understand is you're the devil. You can just, you know, fire up something. What do you want us to do? Are you there? Can you hear me? I don't understand. Oh.
She was okay with you being a big red demon looking thing talking to her and stuff? smiles too much, but uh, this is interesting. Tell us more. I'm sure the listening audience wants to know where this goes. Wait, you mean y'all was body slapping? <laughs> when, when she married? Definitely strong faced. Uh, she looked like she washed her face with muscle milk. Drop a Lamborghini?
Sounds to me like you were falling in love with this chick, though. Told her she had to go. Well, I guess she was a terror in hell, and now she's hell on earth. Thanks a lot. Looks like Ron Perlman's stunt double from that show Beauty and the Beast that came out back in the 80s. Yeah, well, I know I plan to. I just hope everyone else does. Well, thanks for stopping by, and uh, we're now going to bless this place with some holy water. Uh, EJ, DJ, uh, call the church and tell them to send the reverend over, get us some sage and some incense. Uh, oh, and tell the preacher to bring some of them communion crackers. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> 
you loved the movie In the Heights. And now, Lin-Manuel Miranda is back with a new movie that promises to be all-inclusive. Presenting Lin-Manuel's You're Too Dark to Dance with God. Mommy, Papi, I know what I want to do with my life. I want to be a dancer. Oh, Antonio, but you cannot be a dancer. But why, Mommy? I'm really good, and I want to be a dancing star like all the greats that have come before me and gone on to heaven. But Antonio, you are Afro-Latino. You are too dark to dance with God. It's the new movie that's uniting the Latinx community all over the world. Is it true? Am I really too dark, Poppy? Of course you are too dark. What do you think they want dark people like us dancing around on the TV? That's why they use white Latinos like Cancun Cruz. He does not even know he is Cuban. Poppy, it is so dark in here. I can't see you. Where are you? I am standing right next to you. Wow, we really are dark. Geraldo Rivera says, I can relate. It feels like the life story happening right before my eyes. Yeah, kid, I'll be your manager. But if you want to dance, you'll have to cut your hair. Cut my afro? But it's a part of me. It represents who I am. It's just hair, kid. It'll grow back. Don't you want to be famous and lose the accent? But I don't have an accent. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an onion because it'll bring you to tears. Okay, so I changed the way I speak, the way I dress, I even cut my hair. Yeah, kid, you look like a real dancer now. And you only had to change everything about yourself. Yes, so now can I be a famous dancer? No, you're too dark to dance with God, kid. Don't miss the new hit movie, You're Too Dark to Dance with God. In theaters, when everyone decides to wear a damn mask. That should be good. Okay, so today's recipe of the day is sponsored by the Chef Imposter, and she's bringing you sweet and spicy bacon wrapped chicken. Uh, you had me at spicy, sweet bacon and wrapped chicken. Uh, this delicious recipe, of course, is a smoked spicy chicken wrapped in bacon and just just oozing with deliciousness. Ah, oh, my goodness. Uh, for all of those people who love bacon, uh, this is going to kick up your whole chicken game, a whole like 10 points. So just get ready because it's, uh, just, it's good. It's, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, Nikki B tell us where we can go to find this recipe and other delish recipes. So we gonna post this recipe on our social media pages, y'all. So check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Our tag is it's a dot podcast dot thing again. It's a dot podcast dot thing on Instagram and Facebook. You'll have this recipe and all of the past recipes. And guys, you know what? 
you make this recipe, send us a picture. We'll shout you out. We'll put it up on the page. We'll show you what it looks like. We'll we'll take all of that, okay? Cause, okay. And don't forget to invite your girl over for dinner. Ah, and give us some of that sweet and spicy bacon wrapped chicken. Uh, I mean, it's sweet, it's spicy, it's, it's chicken. There is nothing to, like, bad mouth in this recipe. Yeah, yeah, it's got it, it's got it all. It's got it all. Um, also, we are in the business of shouting out black and brown businesses. Uh, and of course, we are also in the business of shouting out people doing good for the hood. This week, we are featuring uh, our business of the week and our featured business of the week is another author, uh, someone very special to me. Uh, now, her book was published last year during the pandemic. Uh, a lot of good things did come out of the pandemic. This was one of them. Uh, so I wanted to uh, feature this on the show. Uh, the author's name, uh, her uh, pen name, Rose of a Thorn. And the title of the book is Broken Wing, You Are Not Alone. Uh, this is a book of poetry reflecting a young woman's struggles with love and how to understand its pain. Uh, a poet's cry to invoke change for the dreamer. Uh, this is for those uh, who told you their dreams can't come true, offering a blueprint uh, of how untrue that is. Inspirations proving that you can conquer the day-to-day -day struggles of life. This book is a voice for those unable to tell their story, yet never alone. Uh, I bought a copy and I will be reading this in my leisure. Um, guys, go to Amazon.com. Uh, check it out. You can definitely purchase it there. Uh, it's uh, available on Kindle. Uh, you can also uh, purchase it in paperback as well. I purchased mine in paperback because uh, I like to hold a book in my hands when I read it. So check out this young lady. Uh, very, very, very talented. Very talented. Looking for more work for, from her in the future. Uh, and Nikki B, please tell us where we can go or other people can go and where we can go to find this young lady and her good work that she's putting out there for us to read. All right, you guys, you know what I'm about to say, right? You done got used to it. <laughs> I want to lose. It's uh, a podcast dot thing on Insta and Facebook. Again, it's a dot podcast dot thing on Instagram and Facebook. We definitely want you guys to check this book out. It sounds lovely. And I love to, I'm so excited to add it to my uh to my shelf, to my bookshelf. You know, I want it to look good in the background when I'm on the Zoom calls, not just a, not just a filter, <laughs> but actual books on yeah. a bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. And if you're like me, you want to get that paperback yeah. so you have a little something, something showing in the background. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I appreciate that. Go check her out. Up next is Taylor Taylor with uh, your weekly entertainment news. Go, Taylor, go, go now. Taylor, Taylor, and I'm here to bring you your entertainment news. Kind of sound like my dog right there, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, let me go ahead and start off with your music, and I'm going to talk about the Prince album that we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, it just came out. Okay. 
as of yesterday. It's called Welcome to America. I didn't get to listen to all of it, but I did hear one song and I was like, um, I love Prince. Like I do, like he's just, he's a great artist and he's a great person, but I didn't really like that one song, but you know, different tastes, different feels. So if you want to like check it out, listen to the whole album and everything, it's called Welcome To, like the number, not T-O, it's T-W-O, Welcome To America. So yep, there's that. And then a rare, a rare little occasion, EJ the DJ recommended a song for me to give you guys. That is rare. And it's very weird. Um, it's <laughs> It's not a bad song. It's like him how he is and then just how the song goes you wouldn't think he would like it but it's very soft it's like a very soft song it's like when you listen to it you think of fairies interesting yeah it's weird um but the song is called pain by pink panthers okay and yeah it's not bad like it's a good song it's like you just chill and you vibe it's like it's eight o'clock in the morning and i'm sleeping in my bed it's just like that Hmm. But it's, yeah, it's, I was like, well, you like this song? Oh, that's interesting. Well, a little insight to EJ the DJ's uh, inner inner self we never get to see. Yeah, he's, he's very, he's an interesting dude. All right, and next. So, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, and Silk Sonic made another song together. Okay, so this one has uh, Anderson Pack in it. The other one had Anderson Pack in it too. Oh, okay. Well, you well, I, okay. Gotcha. Um. So uh, leave the door open. It's the same. It's well, you said same. Silk Sonic like it was an actual another entity, so that's why I was confused. Well, I think it's like the producer person. Like Silk Sonic's like the producer. Isn't that's it? no. That's the name of their group. It's a super group. Oh, Silk what? Sonic is their yeah. That's their name together. Like Voltron, when they form one, they Silk Sonic. Oh. Okay, I was confused because when you look it up, it says Silk Sonic and their name. So it's like, oh, it's another person, like the like the DJ or the something like that. I didn't know. Okay, well, I'm learning something. But the song's called Skate. It's another 70s type feel. And it's like, then then skate, like, you know, like hmm. roll bounce. Okay. So I'm like, they got, a, they got a theme going on. It was pretty good. It's not like Leave the Door Open, but it's still... Like a... Like a fun song, like a yeah, it's more song. a little upbeat. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So there's that. And then next, I have a song called "Drive" by Clean Bandit, Topic, and Wes Nelson. Um, I haven't heard from Clean Bandit in a while. Hmm. The last song I heard was "Symphony," was Clean Bandit and um, Zara Larson. You know that song, right? Yes. All right. Just want to make sure. But mm -hmm. I haven't heard from them for a while. And I was like, yeah, this song's pretty good, though. I haven't heard, like, I didn't, I don't know about the other two people. But I was like, oh, this is good. I like this. It makes you want to drive. Put the okay. windows down. All right, next. This song it has explicit language in it. So just to let you know. It's called Rebel by Tink and Jeremiah. Um, I've been listening to Tink for a while. Like, her voice is very pretty. And then I used to have a crush on Jeremiah. Another person on the list. That okay, this lot just of people. Keeps, keeps growing. I know. I like a lot of people. <laughs> but it's a good song. It's like a little like sexier song, you know. Like, cause their voices mix well together. Hmm. Cause you know how Jeremiah sings. You heard? Of, you ever heard of Tink? I've never heard of Tink. Heard of Pink? 
Never heard of Tink. That was just a dad joke. Uh, <laughs> no, <that's> just, <laughs> no, but I, I've heard of the you know the the performer Tink and you know singer and performer. I've never heard of Tink. Oh though. yeah, that's, they're that's way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way different. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good song. And next, Alicia Cara. She's. I think I feel like she's gonna drop an album soon because hmm. she's releasing like little singles. Okay. So this song is called Shapeshifter. So when you first started listening to it, you're like, mm, where's this going? And then it goes to like a good place. And I was like, yep, this is good. Mm. This is good. Because I was like, mm, I don't know if I like this one as much. And I just kept listening to it. I was about to skip it, but I didn't. And I kept listening. I was like, oh, yep, there it is. There's the good. There's the good jams. That's it right there. Yep. So her vocals, she's really, she's talented. She needs to be more famous. Yeah. A lot of people need to be more mm-hmm. famous. Mm-hmm. Always giving the wrong people fame. Well, so gosh, untalented jerks. All right, <laughs> so that's the music for this week. Let me go ahead and get to that entertainment. So old is out in theaters. The M. Let me say it right. M. Night Shyamalan's Old is out in theaters now. So if you want to check it out, you can. Um, Snake Eyes is also out in theaters, so if you were ever interested in watching that, you can check that out too. Um, I saw some reviews, like the ratings. IMDb gave old, I think it was like an 8.7. It was pretty wow. high. And then they gave Snake Eyes like a 6.7. Oh. Okay. And I was um, like, oh, hmm, interesting. Yeah. So um, I just didn't, I was like, old just looked weak. I was confused. I, I, it's probably one of those movies you're just gonna have to watch. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. 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 So yeah, those <laughs> are out in theaters. So if you want to check it out, you can. And Ghostbusters Afterlife. I know we talked about it roughly, either I think last season. I feel like I talked about it last season, but yeah. it's. The afterlife of Ghostbusters, like what's happening, what's going on. It's actually happening now. Yeah. And so pretty much is based off of Egon's grandchildren. And he leaves uh, um, all his Ghostbusters equipment and everything. I guess after he passed, he left the house and his equipment and everything and gave it to his daughter and grandkids. So they all move because they get bankrupt or something. So they had to leave mm. their hometown. So they move, and then the kids are just like, oh, what is this? Why do we have to move all the way out here in the middle of nowhere? Then they find the Ghostbuster mobile, all the Ghostbuster stuff, so the proton pack and all that other jazz. You know, when kids mess with something, something happens. Something happens. Portals. And the cool thing about it, it has the OG cast in it, except for Egon, of course. Um, so the OG. Yeah, the original OG. They are the goats. <laughs> so you have Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson. Okay, okay. So that's awesome. And it's expected to come out November 11th. Is Janine in it? You gotta have Annie Potts. I feel like she is. She was in, It looked like she was in a trailer. Okay. So I just know those four in it. Gotcha. Yes. So. But yeah, I, I kind of want to see it. Even though the first Ghostbusters, the original one, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, but you know, it's it's uh, you know. Well, just... when it came out, I was a child and I was scared of everything. So, mm, yeah. but yeah, I can't, I'm kind of excited to see it. So, next I have for you is King Richard, 
it is a look at how tennis superstars Vanessa and Serena Williams become who they are after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams. And the actor that plays Richard Williams is Will Smith. Ah. So he's going to play Will Smith. <laughs> That's so mean. Oh, yeah, but man. it's so true. It is. Okay. Like, like, I love, like, don't get me wrong. There's oh, no yeah. hate. Oh, I like Will Smith. Oh, yeah, Prince yeah. is hilarious. I love Shark Tales. The Pursuit of Happiness was pretty good. Yeah. And all the, like, he's a good actor. But most of the time, <laughs> he's playing himself. <laughs> so... I can't disagree with you there, Taylor Taylor. Yeah, it's like he, what, he has a couple Oscars? No, he got nominated. He got nominated for, uh, I know Ali. I'm not sure if he got nominated for anything else, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's you know, he, I think that the, the furthest he was able to go as far as pushing himself beyond being Will Smith was Ali. Um, yeah. he, he, he did do a little bit, you know, uh, you know, he, he kind of shined as Ali a little in the movie. Not as much as you know you might have liked, but yeah. you know it was it was it was definitely stretching out of his you know usual uh, thing. So, but I just I don't know. I watch it for Serena and Vanessa Venus Venus. I don't know why I like to say <laughs> Vanessa Venus Williams, but like I don't know. No, I, I mean I think it, yeah, definitely still you know we get to see you know kind of the insights of how you know they did become who they are. So yeah, so know. their dad was a. Tennis. That was their tennis coach, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. He's the one who made them who they are. It's always the father. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dedication. Yeah, and it also has Shane from The Walking Dead and Tarzan. It are in the movie? Yes. And you say, okay, now when you say Shane from The Walking Dead and you say Tarzan. I mean John Berthal. Okay. I don't want to say okay. his name wrong. Yeah. So, so John Berthal and uh, Tony Goodwin. Tony Goodwin, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, I, that's how I know them. Gotcha. So, and gotcha. if, like, you know, Tarzan, guy from Ghost, the bad guy. So, yeah. Gotcha. So, okay. So, there's that. And next, oh, wait, let me tell you when it's coming out. It's expected to come out November 19th of this year. I think we'll be back in the movies by that time. We're already in the movies. I think we'll be out of the movies by that time. We'll see. Because, you know, people still ain't wearing the mask. Yeah. Don't you just ever want to just... Punch somebody in the nose. Punch a lot of people in the nose. All right. So next, I have only murders in the building. Only murderers in the building. Hmm. And it's starring. Listen, this is very interesting. Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Oh. And the cool thing about it is, like, this show is going to be on Hulu. By the way, was created by um martin short no steve martin i don't know why i messed <laughs> up everyone's name today it's the, yeah it's the martins and the williams <laughs> yeah it's uh steve martin he created the show like he wrote it created like this is his jam okay well yeah so if he, it's if it's steve martin then i'm i'm on it i'm so there it's a comedy crime drama mystery oh yeah that's gonna so be great it's that's about three strangers who share an obsession with true crime and they suddenly find themselves in one you didn't have me at Selena Gomez, but you had me at Steve Martin. Well, what about Martin Short? Oh, yeah. I, that, like, well, you had me at, you know, <laughs> when you said Steve Martin, you definitely had me at Martin Short. So. I love Martin Short. Uh, that's funny. my dude. That's my dude. So, it's expected the season premiere starts um, August 31st. Cool. 
So you can catch it on Hulu. Okay. You know? I'm there. I'm I'm there. I got a lot of shows I got to finish though, but that's it's on the list of yeah. everything else. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, because like Steve Martin and Marshall are my childhood also. Three Amigos. Mm. And then um, Treasure Planet. It has uh, Martin Short in it. Um, he played the. Um, have you seen Treasure Planet? I have. I think I have. Probably a long time ago. Yeah, maybe. But he was the the robot with the broken head. Okay. So the yeah. loud screaming one that just would <laughs> shut up and just was too much. Oh but, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, he's my favorite character. But yeah. that's all the entertainment I have for you this week. But is there any birthdays? There are definitely some July birthdays as we continue. Uh, now we're on the other side of the uh, spectrum when it comes to uh, the uh, signs. Oh, wait. Uh, but before we start, we forgot to mention someone. He's a cancer. Ah, yes. The last of the cancers. The Ooh. Hoff. Ah, don't hassle the Hoff. Yeah. Don't hassle the Hoff. His birthday also passed. Don't hassle the Hoff. Yes, David Hasselhoff. Happy birthday. We missed that one. So, yeah. uh, definitely. I mean, if you don't know who David Hasselhoff is, then then you just, man, I don't know. You're just like eating a burger on the floor drunk, man. It's just something. I don't know what's going on with your life right now. Either Knight Rider or the SpongeBob movie. Well, I was going to say Baywatch. But... Oh, that too. <laughs> Baywatch brought him into the 90s, you know, for, for the new generation. So, um, SpongeBob brought him into the 2000s. Yeah, I guess it did. <laughs> Crazy. Um, happy birthday to Academy Award winning actress uh, Sandra Bullock. Yes, still yeah. looking good. Uh, like Sandra. Uh, SNL alum Maya Rudolph, who's just doing everything these days. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, Underworld. Uh, good series there. Vivica Fox, who just, uh, I love her because she just never, like, She's never not working. She always finds a way to reinvent herself. She's always doing something. Yeah. I respect her hustle all day long. She always <laughs> finds something. Uh, happy birthday to her. Monica Calhoun, uh, best man fame. Uh, actor Cress Williams, uh, Black Lightning, but we saw him as Scooter first on uh, uh, Living Single. <laughs> that's, for my, that's for my peoples out there. Uh, action star and Olympic swimmer Jason Statham. Uh, that dude is just the man. Uh, comedian Gary Owen, uh, hopefully everything's good at home, or it's probably not, but you know, hopefully it'll get better. Uh, Terry Crews, who I hope is out of the sunken place. Gene Reno, The Professional, uh, that is a dope movie. Uh, super producer Dark Child, aka Rodney Jerkins, that dude has made some mega hits for some major, major, major names. So, uh, Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. And Eeyore. Autobots, roll out. I can't. can't. Yeah, it's not no. even. Let, let's it's not even it. on par. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Donnie, uh, Donnie Yen, Ip Man. Dope movie, dope movie. Uh, and speaking of action, one third of the pillars of action. Arnold, get to the chopper, Schwarzenegger. Yes, uh, <laughs> celebrating a birthday. Uh, my man Chuck D on the level low. Uh, Public Enemy fame. Uh, the very talented Lawrence Fishburne, who that dude is just, oh my gosh, such a great actor. Yep. Uh, and to the one and only mastermind behind 70 sitcoms who basically set the bar for everything to come behind that. Uh, and living legend, Mr. Norman Lear, who turns 99, y'all. Norman Lear, 
You're talking about the Jeffersons. You're talking about Mod. You're talking about All in the Family. You're talking about pretty much every sitcom that became a classic was Norman Lear. Good times. He did those. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's crazy. I hope he has a lot of good years left because I really, really want to meet him. Oh, I got it. I like. I would love to meet him. That that would be anyway. Uh, that yeah, that that would be. I'd I'd be just like you know, <laughs> starstruck for real. Uh, some memorial spotlights. Uh, and speaking of uh, the Jeffersons, comedic actor Sherman Hemsley uh, loved him as George Jefferson. Uh, Mr. Joe Jackson, uh, who gave us the Jacksons, <laughs> uh, would have celebrated a birthday. And uh, this week we lost civil rights activist Robert Paris Moses. Um, now, I'm not uh, very familiar with him as a civil rights activist, but um, I definitely will be trying to uh, learn about some of the accomplishments that he has he has done uh, with his work. So we'll be looking into that. Yeah. Those are the birthdays. That's a lot of birthdays. A lot of birthdays, yeah. Dang, what's this? As we that? close out July. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I want to know what's after cancer. Leo, right? Oh, yes. Leo. <laughs> Leo the lion. How did I freak like? <laughs> DJ, DJ's a Leo. How did I forget he that? He is a Leo. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... He put his business out there twice now, that he likes pink pantheras and that he's a Leo. <laughs> Oops. Maybe that's why he likes pan pantheras. This, this is a cat. Yeah. Leo the, the lion, the cat. Sorry, sorry, DJ. He's looking at us now. He's okay. Sorry, he's like, sorry. He's like, can y'all shut up Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about it. Okay. All right. We won't ever do this again. This is a one-time <laughs> opportunity. You gave me a song. This is where you messed up. All right. Well, that is... It, I mean, like, it's crazy that Optimus Prime is Eeyore, too. Ah. That's, like, two different, because that's, oh. Yeah, how do you go from that to... Because Eeyore is just depressed, and he's just like, my tail is gone. I'm tired of this. His house is made out of sticks. <laughs> he just hates everything. And Somebody then Optimus Prime me. is, like, yeah, Autobox he's, rollout. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's that's, that's a range. That is but, range. Yeah. Happy birthday to all the Leos. Yes. And that is it for the entertainment this week. And I will talk to you next time. Peace. Now it's time to say goodbye to all my podcast friends. Uh, it's another one, y'all. Another episode. Thank you for joining us today, everyone, on It's a Podcast Thing. And be sure to check out my book, Lifestyles of the Nouveau Riche, available on Amazon. Uh, thank you, mom, dad, family, friends. Thank you to the Chef Imposter, our black and brown and small businesses, and our minority-owned businesses as well. Uh, thank you to our community partners doing good for the hood. And be sure to check out Rose of a Thorn's Broken Wing, You Are Not Alone as well. Uh, available on Amazon and Kindle and in paperback as well. Be sure to check that out. Uh, thank you to all of the frontline workers, our nurses, doctors, EMS, and all other essential workers, uh, including our grocery store workers and food service industry as well. Thank you uh, to the peaceful protesters uh, protesting here and abroad. Uh, please be safe and keep marching. Keep marching. Um, God bless the families that are victims of violence. And we ask for closure uh, for Surfside, Florida, as they have identified the last victim there. Uh, prayers there. God bless to uh, those dealing with natural disasters everywhere. Whew. Uh, it's, it's really too much right now. Um, do you have any thank yous? Uh, shout outs, Nikki B. Oh, 
want to give a shout out to Periwinkle. You'll know who he is when he hears it. I'm so proud of you, Periwinkle, and everything that you you are laying forth um, to, to achieve in your life. And I will be there to help you any way that I can. And as always, to the love of my life, love you, Pop. Awesome, awesome. Uh, EJ the DJ, do you have any shout outs or thank yous, my brother? Uh, thank you, mom, dad. Uh, and he says he says he stands with any woman who stands for what's fair and just, uh, whether it's for her hair, her mental health, or well-being. I'm with you, EJ. I am so with you on that one. I don't know why it seems like there you go. Yes, I don't know why it seems like the Olympus Olympus is just attacking female athletes on one playing field or another. Uh, you think you know you just. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, we should just be happy we, we're having an Olympics right now um, in the midst of uh, still a pandemic, no less. But anyway, uh, so yes, we see you and we stand with you all in solidarity. Uh, so peace to everyone. And remember, it's your thing. It's our thing. It's a podcast thing. Peace and love, y'all. We out. See ya.